So although we're not doing a recording tonight of Inside Pesukim, I did want to take an opportunity to circle back to a question that we dealt with that I touched upon but didn't really have time to go into. And that is on Perak Aleph Pasachov Hay. So what was happening at that point is Chana eventually brings Shmuel when he turns two years old. She presents him to Eli. And along with bringing Shmuel to the Mishkan, she also brings a set of karbanas together with the mincha and the wine for the Nisachim. And she presents the boy to Eli, and the Pasuk says, They shechted the bull, meaning the karbanas that she brought, and then the boy, Shmuel, was brought to Eli. And the Mepharshim question, what does the connection between the first part and the second Pasuk have to do with each other? Why are they mentioned in the same Pasuk? What does shechting the par have to do with bringing Shmuel to Eli? Why would they be combined in the same Pasuk? And so I mentioned that the Gemara deals with this, and I just wanted to take a minute to kind of go through the Gemara outside. This is actually a Gemara in Brachas that we'll get to in a couple of weeks. It's the Gemara in Lamed Aleph, uh, Lamed Aleph, Amad Aleph, and Amad Beis. The Gemara there is actually going to dissect and go Pasuk by Pasuk through the story of Chan and Eli and, and the conversation that they have back and forth, uh, most of uh, Perak Aleph that we covered, and a lot of the Memrus in the Gemara, we already covered, we spoke out when we when we covered the Pesukim, but this is a little bit uh, more of a detailed um, story of what happened, and so I wanted to take a minute, as I mentioned I would do, I wanted to take a minute and just do a little bit of a deeper dive. So, the Gemara asks this question of what does Shechting the power have to do with bringing Shmuel to Eli? And Rebbe Lazar says that Shmuel paskin a halacha in front of his Rebbe, for which we know that when you paskin a halacha in front of your Rebbe, you chayef misa. And the first should bring down that why why you know are you chay of misa for that why why is that considered such a severe avera and they answer because the mesaira the whole concept of mesaira is respecting a rebbe and having respect for the psak um, of your rebbe and when somebody takes upon himself to dismiss his rebbe who's in his presence right it's only when you're in front of your rebbe and when you take it upon yourself that you dismiss his link in the Messiah and you sort of take it upon yourself, you're basically, you're breaking the Messiah. You're basically saying that, no, Psach starts from me and going forward, and you're basically denying that it stretches back from before you to your Rebbe, who is transmitting the Messiah from before him. And so that is why it is considered such a severe Avera. So what exactly did Shmuel, so getting back to the Gemara, so the Gemara says that Shmuel was Mayra Allah in front of his Rebbe, meaning referring to Eli. How was Elias Rebbe, Taisvis asks, how was Elias Rebbe if he just got there? He didn't learn anything from him yet. So Taisvis' answer is because Shmuel accepted upon himself that Eli would be his Rebbe, and, and Eli was the unquestioned Gadol Adar, so therefore he had the status of a Rebbe vis-a-vis Shmuel. So what was the halacha that he paskin? So what happened was when Chana brings this bull, so they are searching around for a Kayan to do the Shechita. So Shmuel sees that they're searching and they can't find a kain to do the shechita. So he says, "Why does a kain? Why are you why are you looking for a kain? Just let any Yisrael go and do the shechita." So they said to him, "What do you mean?" So he said, "Any czar, any non kain is allowed to do the to do the shechita." So when they heard this psak, so they brought they brought Shmuel to Eli, and so Eli said, "How do you know that a czar is allowed to do the shechita?" So he said, "Look at." the Pasuk in Parshas Vayikra, all the way at the beginning when it talks about the Oila. So right away in Pasuk, hey, 
the Pasuk says the following. The Pasuk says, ben abakar Hashem, that the Ben Bakar will be, the young calf will be shechted in front of Hashem. And then the children of Aaron, the Koyanim, are going to do the Hakrava, meaning they're going to accept the blood and then bring it over to the Mizbeach. And then they're going to do the Zrika. So Shmuel says, it doesn't talk about the Bnei Aaron until you get to the Hakrava, the, the, the Kabbalah, and then bringing the blood. It doesn't, when it talks about the Shechita, it doesn't mention the Bnei Aaron. So Shmuel said to Eli, you see that the Pasuk is specifically excluding Kayhanim from that step, that you don't need a Kayhan. Any Zar is allowed to, any Yisrael is allowed to do the Shechita. So when Eli heard this, so Eli said, you're right. You, 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 uh, the, the Lush in the Gemara is Meimah Shapir Kamrit. You said very good. In other words, the Allah is like you say. But nevertheless, the problem is that Meirah Allah Bifnei Rabo'at, Rabo'chat, that you said Allah in front of your Rabbi, V'chola Meirah Allah Bifnei Rabo'i Chayev Misa. So Chayev Misa. So it happens is, Chana hears that Eli just said that Shmuel is Chayev Misa. So she immediately comes running over to him, and that's what follows in the next Pasuk, Please, my master, I'm the woman who stood before you. In other words, Chana is begging, not just begging for him to accept Shmuel as his Talmud, like we learned, but the Gemara says she was begging for Shmuel's life. She's saying, don't you remember that I was the heartbroken woman and I daven for Shmuel? So please forgive his Avera and don't take him away from me. So Eli says back, <coughs> let me punish him because he requires to be punished. And then, and I'll give you another son who's even greater than Shmuel. To which she responds, no, that's the next Pasuk. This is the child I daven for. In other words, I don't want a replacement. I don't care if the replacement is going to be greater than Shmuel. This is the child I daven for, and this is the only child that I want. So as the Marashah explains, that she's saying, I want this child that I daven for, not for another child that you are going to daven for. And that's basically the back and forth that's happening behind the scenes that the Gemara enlightens us to um, the conversation that's happening between Eli and Chana and why the Pasuk hints at this with the seemingly unrelated items of shechting the par and then bringing Shmuel to Eli. Now the Tzlach and others say, hold on a second, this halacha that a czar is allowed to do shechita, certainly they would have known this in the original Mishkan of Moshe Rabbeinu and People before Eli would have known this. Like this doesn't seem like the kind of thing that Shmuel would have discovered on his own. So Eli doesn't Eli doesn't know of this halacha. In other words, they question why would it, how could Eli be unaware of something as basic as this, which certainly would have would or should have been known at that time. And the tarets that they give is that they certainly knew the halacha that it was mutter for Azar to do the shechita, but they felt that it was the preferred way to do the shechita was to have a kain. In other words, we, we prefer to have a kain. But Shmuel saw that they were exerting themselves too much, and it was taking too long to find the Kayan. And so he passed him that there's no reason to delay bringing the carbon and shechting the carbon just to find a Kayan, even though it's preferred. So when Eli then questions Shmuel about the halacha, he's not questioning Shmuel to find out the halacha, but rather he's questioning to see if Shmuel is mature enough that he should be Chayev Misa, because the Marsha says, how could Shmuel be Chayev Misa if he's only two years old? He's not the age of being accountable. And so the Marsha answers that there are times when someone is considered mature enough mentally 
that they are responsible for their actions, and that was why Eli was examining Shmuel to see if he was aware of what he was saying, to see that if he should be held uh, responsible for being Mara he paskin that he was, but based on Chana's tefillah and Chana's request of him, he relented. And the Mepharshim do talk about what right does Eli have to retract his, uh, his psak just based on Chana's appeal. And the, from what I've seen, it seems like the kasha is better than some of the terutzim, but that, you know, certainly you can do with Tzarech Ion on that. Shkayach for listening.